0: Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. It's not about the destination, it's a journey. One day someone will say, I would have never advanced myself in skill development if it were not for her artisan program. The Lorianda Clothing Company designs and produces women's garments with a corset style. Built in waist shaper called the Perfect Assistant. Created from clients' requests regarding constant waistband roll down, a fit and flare shape, and a tailored fit, the Perfect Assistant cinches the waist by at least one inch and provides a firm yet comfortable hold. Since 2007, the Lorianda Clothing Company has been offering designer clothing through different distribution channels such as specialty boutiques and online drop shipping. In 2017, we changed our business model to focus on turnkey operations. We are an apparel manufacturer offering profitable business opportunities. With over 20 years of combined experience in fabric sourcing, apparel production, financing, and customer service, our company now becomes part of the overall health of the U.S. economy. Each garment is produced in-house by trained artisans. After several years of teaching sewing classes through the East Coast, I had no reason to send production overseas. Instead, our artisan program enforces skill development and confidence in exploring form of income in a creative field. We encourage the novice sewer to join our free training courses in zippers, cutting and sewing seams. This way, when shifts become available, they are qualified for more opportunities to earn money and experience. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. So good to talk to you. It's really great to talk to you too.
1: My name is Lorianda and I'm owner of The Perfect Assistant.
0: Did you go to VCU for fashion school?
1: I went to VCU. Okay. Um, But I didn't go for fashion. I went for business information systems and um, fashion and sewing and um, pattern making. That was sort of a thing that I was doing, you know, as a hobby. Okay. So I didn't go to school for it, but I definitely am self-taught and um, definitely have uh, the skills and, you know, in that field.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So, did you go to school for business to go into business for fashion, or was that just kind of like a passion that developed over time?
1: It it, it developed over time. Um, when I went to school for business information systems, I just thought I would probably be working for a software company or something like that, and you know, working for someone else. But I just took those skills and incorporated it into something of my own. For our artisan team, the way we find it is actually through. A website that is hosted by VCU, it's called Handshake. That portal is where local businesses such as mine can, you know, upload jobs. Being on that platform, all of the students um, go there firsthand to look for jobs. Uh, so most of my artisans are from VCU.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice.
1: I do the designs, um, the patterns for each design. So all all of the designing is done by me. Uh, Production or um, orders are handled by whoever's available who can, you know, assist with cutting fabric and uh, cutting and sewing.
0: How long have you been hosting the sewing classes?
1: Uh, When I initially started doing the sewing classes, um, I offered them through another platform called Live and social not sure if you remember that but it was uh, I think it was separated from Groupon but now they're all together but yeah so I will offer the sewing classes on Groupon and I will offer them in different markets so you know there was a deal in Richmond and there was a deal in DC so um I offered the sewing classes uh through that platform and then it just grew it, it really just grew um, and then I started you know offering I was like hey if I can show people and teach people how to sew I can definitely grow my own production team right here in Richmond Virginia. That is amazing
0: I feel like most people are generally like well let's try to get it done as cheaply as possible and we'll worry about you know all oh the- no I, <laughs> I, else. yes, yes
1: you absolutely I I, you know everyone there's a market full of fashion people you can wake up and say hey I'm a fashion designer but I didn't want to fall into that you know category of fast fashion like I really wanted to take the skill and not only show others that you know you can get an income from it because such a lost art people don't really look at it as you know you can really do anything with it, but I really want to, you know, kind of bring life back to that skill and, you know, just show people who are even just the slightest interested in it, but don't even know how to get started or even know if it's possible. So I've, even with, if it wasn't this business, it's going to be another business where I would share a skill or, you know, give back to my community and, you know, just participate in the overall economy of the of America so that has always been my goal in whatever business it's in but luckily I was able to do it in you know a business or industry that I have a passion
0: for. What made you start wanting to do fabrics and and sewing? Good question
1: very good question I I I would have to say um cuz I grew up in New Jersey and um at that time we had um home economic classes so I'm not, I don't I don't know where Virginia schools really include but um <laughs> we had home economics and we had shop so I remember uh our first project in my first home economics class we had to do a pillow and the pillow, oh my gosh, I was just like, this is where I need to be. I made a pillow shaped like a um, jar and sewed like little um, bumble bumblebees or, no, not bumblebees, Um, lightning bugs. I sewed like little bugs on them, like, you know, a cut, of course, cut it out, the fabric. So it looked like I had lightning bugs in a jar. <laughs> so you know, just getting the response from that pillow and then just, you know, the love that I felt for putting something together, you know, putting something together that I made. So I think that was my first encounter with, you know, fabrics and sewing. And after that, you know, I had, I was just like, Ma, I need a sewing machine. So my grandmother had gotten me a sewing machine. My mom had got me a sewing machine, you know, how that goes. Like, I think they went in on it. I'm not sure. That's still a debate, but I got a sewing machine at a young age and I just started like doing it. I just started, um, doing patterns and eventually making my own patterns. So, so yeah, that's how it got started.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> so how did you end up in Virginia?
1: Um, well, again, well, initially, it was uh, my mom relocated. Um, and when I got here, that's when I decided I wanted to go to VCU. Because when I was in New Jersey, it was like the end of my senior year. You know, that time where you got to find out, you know, what schools and stuff, you were, you know, going to apply to And um, I had initially applied for Virginia State University and actually got in and went um, like a semester or so. But then, you know, when I got here, I was like, man, I want to go to VCU. So I transferred, Um, but what brought me down here, my parents had moved to Virginia. They relocated. Do you like it here? I love it here. (laughs) I love it here. I
0: love it here. So I am completely just... Floored by the fact that you didn't go into design school to do this, and you chose shapewear that's that, that seems like it involves extra math and all kinds of fun stuff that I wouldn't even think to <laughs> delve into, but that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I had to think of something where you know I wanted to jump on that trend, so shapewear is definitely an industry it's just booming and I was needing something different. Like I want, I wanted something different. Like again, anyone can wake up and say, Hey, I'm a fashion designer. So I just had to do things that were different, you know, like that stood out because it's saturated, you know, the market is saturated. So, um, and then again, you can order from Alibaba or you can order, you know, from nice, you know, international suppliers and just slap on a label, but I just didn't want, you know, to go that route. I really wanted to do something where, um, you know, it just made the brand stand out. I really
0: love the silhouette that you're creating. It's very classic. Yep. That's my goal. I'm glad you said that. Yeah,
1: so that is definitely my goal. I definitely wanted to go classic and traditional. I wanted the pieces to be, you know, something that you buy 2022 and then you pull it out in 2025, you know, or even let your daughter borrow it or whoever, you know, because it's always that piece. And my ultimate goal in life is definite, you know, ultimate goal in life as far as my sk- my skill Um, I definitely want it to be that piece where it's worth something, where, you know, if someone says, hey, oh my God, look what I finally found. They don't, you know, you you can't find this here anymore. I definitely want it to be of value. So now being in, you know, the position I'm in now, but 10 years from now, I definitely want to have a product that is worth, you know, just as it's always going to be worth something. So I definitely want to
0: put value in my product. I love to hear that. And I'm I'm so glad that you're passionate about creating sustainable clothing and not just feeding into the mass market. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I also noticed that you've got a, a trade program. Oh the trade up trade out. So yeah
1: um so with our again just going back to just wanting to have a product that represents the value and quality i um in my experience so my background does include custom it includes custom garments and uh working closely with women you know our bodies change um and it could be due to anything it can be due to pregnancy you know maybe a new medication anything you know and I think as women, um, you know, most of our security, we need to feel secure about ourselves. So, um, I really wanted to, um, add in the trade up, trade down with any body changes that you may have within like six months. Um, you can trade in your skirt, of course, if it's in, you know, good condition. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have that opportunity we could trade it in and um, get a new one, you know, for a fraction of the cost that you initially paid for, you know, your original um, perfect assistant skirt. So I definitely want, um, I want that policy, all of my customers to know that policy, potential customers to know that policy, because I don't really think there's any other brand that's really doing that. Um, But I definitely You know, want to be that brand that you remember when, you know, you had that baby and your body, you know, changed and you really want to, you know, feel good and look good and, you know, maybe get dolled up, get dressed up. And that piece, you look in the closet and you see the perfect consistent skirt. You're like, okay, you know, I'm going to wear this because this makes me feel good and this makes me um you know, feel more secure about my body type or whatever changes I'm going through with my body. I like that. It's very
0: empowering.
1: Thank you. Of course. I definitely want to do something with stationery. You know, I love paper. I love pen. I love uh, markers. So I love being creative. And um, I think after, you know, really building this empire that I would, throw in like an empowering line of stationery like maybe your paper is hot pink and your ink is i don't know blue like i i you know i i definitely think um you know seeing something really pretty or beautiful you know inspires you to get the job done that's you know how i really get my to-do list down i like things that look pretty so if i um, you know, see a nice pen and make and inspires me to keep working and, you know, finishing my task. So I definitely want to bring um, something, you know, to where we're not looking at work as work, but work is fun, you know, so I think I definitely want to, you know, dabble into the stationary, uh, the, the stationary area, you know, after, you know, I've gotten a, a really good name for myself. I like pockets and I like pockets because I hate a whole bunch of like keys on one ring. I know this is, I'm just like, just revealing all of my quirkiness, but you know, it's like, I like pockets. I like, you know, like one key on my ring, or maybe two keys on the ring, and then, you know, being able to put it in my pocket, and then if I have my cell phone, I want, you know, my cell phone on me, I think it's just me, and just, really just bringing out how my mind works when I'm, you know, coming out with a design, or coming out with a, a different concept, so I'm thinking, you know, I, I can be more organized if I have more pockets or it's just a space like where everything doesn't have to be cluttered so I don't like a cluttered desk I don't like a cluttered mind so I think that I could probably took that into creating that skirt just to have an extra like pocket so I named it the fanny pack skirt I know that's really really dorky but yeah that's actually probably one of my favorite pieces so far.
0: It's so much cuter than it sounds, though. <laughs> I love the little bows and it's the perfect shape. It doesn't look like it's going to get in the way. I love it. Thank you. You're welcome. So, there is a question that I ask all of my guests, and that is how do you recognize someone from Virginia? How do I
1: recognize someone from Virginia? Ooh, good question uh let's see how do I how do I recognize someone from Virginia hmm let me think um oh well you mean okay I, I do have this one thing so when I first moved down here I noticed that Virginians say tennis shoes instead of sneakers so I know if I'm discussing some type of clothing and someone says tennis shoes, I'll always be like, okay, they're from Virginia.
0: That's funny. You're so right. That's something I've never noticed <laughs> until you brought it up. <laughs> How do you source your fabric?
1: Um, I do have a few wholesalers that I work with, um, and those wholesalers are also here in America. Awesome. So there are some. Um, fabric wholesalers like in LA, uh fabric wholesalers um further south, like in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, they're they're they are suppliers that I've worked with for, you know, quite a time and, and built a relationship with. So um that's pretty much how I source my my fabrics. And you know, they're always coming out with different colors, different styles and stuff. So I'm as one of their clients, I'm one of the first to hear about you know new fabrics that are coming out or new prints you know things like that so
0: do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast i find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like i know i had more questions for you but i just can't remember what they are right now and that's why i'm trying pod decks Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C.
1: Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach.